Cigars Cafe. Hello, everybody. Hey, all hey. four. <clears throat> yeah, We're back. all four of us. We're back. And, you know, we don't usually do this, but... We're going to sing, aren't we? But we're going <laughs> to... Since we got a quartet, quartet. here... Yeah, we... Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh. Who would want that? Oh, Where'd that yeah. come from? Yes, I, okay, we'll practice uh, a song. Uh, yeah. Uh, down in the old <laughs> valley. A little eight-second podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, Is that crickets I'm hearing? <laughs> yeah. So I would like to dedicate this podcast to one of our friends out there in Kentucky. And I'm sure we'd all like to do that. Um, Dave Hunt, mm. who has recently retired from his medical career. That's right. Dear man. Oh, Dear man. man. Yeah, and has been such an encouragement to him, to us. And and he and Karen, his wife, have uh, who is also the dean of uh, the faculty for the Center for the Cure, for the CHTO, Certification in High Trust Leadership, have been such an encouragement. Their whole family to us. And um, so we think about Dave as, yeah. as he uh, looks to what is God calling him to and how is God directing him and what... What uh, what does God want to do in his life from this uh, retirement? And, um, and it's perfect that we would talk about excellence today, that we would talk about won't yes. grace move us on from excellence, because Dave has worked in a field of excellence as an ER doc and as an excellent singer in so many places of excellence. And you get to continue in those things, but you actually get to enjoy them in grace. You don't have to prove yourself in the same way to God. You actually get to enjoy the gifts God gave you, which happen to be excellent, and he'd love for you to do them to your fullest. And so as Dave is moving on to this next place of his life, not only is he uh, going to be doing new things, um, but he's going to get to enjoy them in a way that he wouldn't have 10 years ago. And he would say that in our conversations. That's right. Um, that there's the pressure, the this, the that, not just from the field, but from not feeling like y- you can ever be good enough for the, you know, almighty. That's right. Uh, it crushes. It's a weight. He should be sitting here today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, he, he would be able to deal with this question and mm-hmm. tell his story. Yeah. Of, if I trust grace, wouldn't that stop me from striving for excellence? Mm-hmm. And we want to kind of take that question apart. Uh, today in this podcast. Um, excellent uh, connection, though, David, uh, to to Dave's life. Um, so, Dave, if you're listening out there, We're thank sure, you, brother. Sure grateful for Appreciate you, Appreciate you, friend. Absolutely. So, there's the question. Wouldn't I stop striving for excellence if I just trusted this gospel of grace? What, what is... What is inherent in that question? Uh, for for me, um, it, it, be, it, it it begs for me this question: Am I striving to become something? Um, this is why I love to read this uh, from the message, where where he says in chapter three, "Does the God who lavishly chapter three of uh, Galatians, Galatians excuse me." Mm-hmm. Does the God who lavishly provides you with his own presence, his Holy Spirit, working things in your lives you could never do for yourself, does he do these things because of your strenuous moral striving or because you trust him to do them in you? Mm. So it's a basic motive question. If I'm striving for excellence to become something, 
I'm on a treadmill that will never, never, ever lead to excellence or health. So it's, it's a motive thing. What's my motive in doing it? If, if now that I'm really convinced in trusting God that I, I have a life that's worth living, then I really do want that life to be of value. I, I really do want to, to be able to put every effort I have into the purposes of God, not in my striving to become something for God or for you. Yeah. So that, that to me is where the, where the tension is. So that if I say I'm, I'm now really getting grace so I can stop striving to be for excellence, I've missed the whole point. If I'm going to be a person who's living in the miracle of this relationship with God and grace, then I'm going to be able to say, wouldn't I want the efforts of my life to matter for his purposes, for his kingdom, for your value, for the sacrifice for you? And the answer is yes. Hmm. You know, the other thing that comes to my mind is that sometimes when we're at a pastor's thing, we'll we'll say to pastors, this excellence, one of your ministry's values. And we teasingly say, don't raise your hands. And then we'll say, is humility one of your ministry's values? And not too many hands want to go up. And then I'll just give this line. Um, what if God doesn't really want our excellence? As a See, means to... Bill gives that line because yeah, yeah, yeah. they start throwing things yeah, exactly, right at that right. yeah. what, if, what if God doesn't Ouch. want your excellence? What if he wants your humility so he can give you his excellence? See, so it's, it's a matter of motive. Is, is my motive of my pursuit of excellence to become something that God will be pleased with? Or, or is it the result of our effort to honor the God who is already pleased with us. Mm. I think, David, of, of how hard you work. Why do you work so hard, David? Yeah, come on. Fear. Just abject <laughs> yeah. fear. That Bruce will fire yeah. me or something. Yeah. No, no, that's really. valid. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's Bruce, Bruce has never fired anyone. Yeah. Yeah. I could like you But you could be the first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but, Jay, Bruce, why do you work so hard? Yeah. Why, why do you work so hard? Are you, are you trying... You we work all so, wonder that. Yeah, right. <laughs> really. really. But, but, Bruce, you work all the time. Why? Why do you work so hard, Bruce? Are you trying to prove to everybody that your hard work is your way of pleasing God? It's the evidence of your godliness? Yeah. Or, or are you really all about the kingdom and a desire to do everything you can to do as well as you can? for the purposes of God, for the and, benefit and, of others. And we know the answer to that. That's exactly yeah. right. Well, when you when you subconsciously replace your striving for excellence for your righteousness, um, you live in a world of never being able to have enough excellence to feel good enough about yourself. But when you, And you never get righteous. Right. <laughs> when you are able to, to at least... Um, at least have this core belief that maybe you don't always believe, but that you, at your core, you believe God has given you his righteousness, then you, you don't have to play that game. And you can let God's um, fullness in you uh, come out. And it's just beautiful. Why do I work so, why am I still working with high school students? Well, it's because the fruit of it, even when it doesn't work out, you know, in the long you know, space like they didn't have the life that I wanted them to have. The beauty in the moment of getting to watch them feel loved, of getting to watch them be able to trust somebody, of getting to watch them somebody who doesn't have an agenda for their life, 
um, but who's willing to love them even when they fail, you see Jesus all in that. So it's, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. I was just going to have Bill or John read that uh, verse again because I thought that was uh, excellent that you yeah. just um, just read. But then John's got the text right there. So right there, start right there. Right there. Does the God who lavishly provides you with his own presence, his Holy Spirit, working things in your lives that you could never do for yourselves, now, does he do these things because of your strenuous moral striving or because you trust him to do them in you? Yeah. There you go. And we could put in that verse uh, for your moral striving to become excellent. Mm-hmm. In other words, because you see it as a means of improvement. Yes. Now, if that's the deal, so back back to your original question about now, now, now that I understand grace, am I no longer striving for excellence? It, it's, again, a, an issue of the motive. Why do I strive at all? It, it, that's the issue. Yeah. Am I striving for excellence to prove something about me? And if that's the case, I still don't got grace. Yeah. So grace grace does not minimize effort. That That's where we get all screwed up. It doesn't minimize effort. But what somehow it, does, it sounds like that to right, some people, exactly. right? Exactly. What it does, it clarifies effort. It doesn't minimize it. Yeah. It doesn't minimize it. It clarifies it. Why do I have effort that strives to do something really well? Why do I do that? As a proof of my significance or as a means of the kingdom of God being significant? And, and each week, it seems like there's another operating system going on in the background that says wow if i try on this grace i'm i know me i'm a loser and i will drift away from doing good things i have this facade of putting on enough strenuousness that um, i can keep things excellent but if i adopted a theology of grace i know me I'm not a good person. I'm not righteous. I'm not. So there's this, I'm this saved sinner who is bent towards trying to get away with stuff. I'm a saved sinner who is bent towards laziness. And uh, I don't want to do, instead of, I am a saint with Christ in him who has a motivation of love that needs to be released. I love your statement, John. I'll interrupt you in a second. Your statement is, I know me. The problem is, the person you know is not the one who God says you are. Amen. That's the deal. Amen. I know me assuming that my view of me is the correct view Amen. of my Christian reality, and it's not. And every single one of these, is that's going to be operating in the background. That's right. There, there, I believe that I'm not a saint with all those things that Ephesians says I am, all those things. We don't believe that. That's and, right. And so... I'm so afraid that this is all going to come crashing down like a house of cards if I don't keep that excellence effort up. That's right. It's it's kind of like, I was just thinking of this when you were saying there's all kinds of ways you can go. It's like driving into one of those roundabouts and you don't know which one you're going to end. You're not, you're not sure. Which one am I supposed to take getting out of this roundabout? And you're thinking, shoot, I could go wrong in a bunch of ways here. And that's the way a lot of people think is that... Yeah. Oh, it may be the excellence issue, or last week we talked about spiritual disciplines, or we yeah. talked about the, the, the whole matter of, of just becoming lazy, the issue of 
of not treating my kids yeah. in a disciplined way. Yeah. And I, I get, if I'm not confident of who I am when I'm going into it, that's then right. I then I'll that's have right. a dozen mm-hmm. questions. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, you think of the Apostle Paul. He was a Pharisee of the Pharisees. Prior to meeting Jesus, he was striving his whole life for excellence to prove his godliness. Mm. Yeah, that's mm. who he was. Yeah. He meets Jesus. He mm. never became lazy. Right. Coming into not. grace, he oh, never oh became my. lazy. He yeah. did stop murdering people. Yeah, yeah, but 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 he never he shows lazy. Never stop murdering. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, I mean, that's lazy. Yeah. Okay, right. <laughs> but but you hear you hear what he did is is that he you read Second Corinthians and all that that dear guy went through yeah. in in the reality of what he suffered for the purpose of knowing Christ. Amen. It was like, amen, amen. wait a minute, wait a yeah. minute. I mean, there's, he, to me, he's like a great example of, did he, did he, now that he understands grace, did he stop striving for excellence? Not at all. No. He just got yeah. where where it comes from, right? Exactly, ah. where it comes from, yeah. uh, exactly. and its purpose, and where it's going. Uh, and he it. discovered it was worth dying for. Yep. Woo. Now, there, you know, eliminate a few, yeah, a few motive issues there. Wow. Yeah, not, but he knew who he was. Not exactly. having a righteousness of my own. Exactly. He knew who he was. Ah, it is. That's crazy. Someone who is out there taking lives becomes the man who's willing to give up his own life for others. Exactly. And that's grace. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he did it excellently, folks. Yeah. Come on, don't lose that. Oh, yeah. He didn't sloppily t- preach the gospel. I'd buy one of his tents. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I want a Paul made tent. The yeah. workmanship yeah. on that? Yeah. I mean... Imagine what that would go for at an auction. Oh, a lot. I'm going to start making those. (laughs) I've got one of the nails from Noah's Ark. Uh, That thing, I'm not letting go. That is my retirement. (laughs) I think we better cut it. It's it's going downhill right now. Let me talk about a new business. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye, you guys.